And that's uh, Gloria Bosman, Amagwati. Welcome to SAFM Radio. And uh, this is Lifetime Live. And as we do live uh, through your lunchtime, uh, joining us on the line right now is Goko Dinewondlanzi, who is an African spiritual teacher, as we connect to um, the, 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 case, the issue of bereavement and uh, mourning. Uh, what is the process? What is uh, regarded as tradition uh, vis-a-vis people's opinions um, because social media has given us so many cultural aspects and unfortunately sometimes we get lost in the translation. Good afternoon and welcome Koko Dineo. Thank you so much for having me. And it, let, let's uh, break this down. I mean, I was listening with keen interest the previous conversation uh, with Dr. Mdede and uh, uh, Sakina Kamwendo, a colleague um, from News, talking about you know the the process of uh, who who is married culturally. What do we mean uh, by marriage when it comes to cultural practice? We hear now where we have a family that has a dispute and someone has mm. to wear the mourning clothes, and if if uh, the courts then uh, um, dictate that there is a wife, uh, uh, Lerato is recognized as a wife. Uh, in a yeah. case like this, can she then wear the boning clothes? Maybe let's talk about, uh, you know, w- when there's bereavement, um, what we regard as a widow. What is the process of mourning? So I think as Africans, firstly, we need to understand um, our cultural essences versus cultural just traditions to keep to the norm and to keep to the standards because when we speak about culture we speak of a way of life so what is the culture of us in the 21st century and what are the essences of the past bereavement processes that we can actually fit in into the 21st century mm-hmm. and then therefore what are the norms and principles and values that then we can apply and that's what we call tradition and we also understand in Lerato's case that the context is more complex than what meets the eye mm. so it's very easy for us as people who are from the outside to throw in our comments to throw in our judgments and label it, but without understanding the family dynamics. Because for people to go to court, it shows that the relationship between the two families is broken. Because Mm -hmm. when we marry in African culture, we don't marry the individual, but we marry into their family. Mm -hmm. But if you're marrying into a broken family system, it reveals itself when bereavement comes or when death occurs, because then people need to prove a point and people want to prove who is king or who is in charge, which is very unfortunate because when a disease passes, when a disease passes on in African culture, they don't, their body dies, but their spirit goes on to live on and it becomes an ancestor. So in the honor of the deceased, we are also honoring, you know, them as they cross over, we are also honoring them as an ancestor that can come, guide and protect and bless us. Mm. So that's very important because mourning is not in the clothes. Mm. The clothes are a symbolism that you are in mourning so that people who don't know you can know that actually this one is in mourning. But the, the clothes themselves are a symbol, but they're not the essence. Because the reason we mourn as African, it does not only begin after death, it begins when death really occurs. There are things that we do that, symbol, that are symbolic and that announce to the community and at large to say, now we have lost the loved ones. You know that they used to smear ash on the windows. Yes. The windows would be covered and those things. So all of those things would be symbolism because at that particular time, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have things that can communicate quickly to people that the family has also lost the Also, that's one. not tr- culture. It's just a symbol because uh, it's just to notify those who are passerbys that there's yes. a bereavement in this home. Exactly. Hey, and for, for the ones who are passing by, 
to come and pay their respect and to come, you know, console us and to come and be with us. But we have other ways now in which we should do those things. And I'm not saying people should take away, because also African culture is very complex because it's not uniform. No rule applies to all tribal beliefs, you know, all tribes, because some people moan with blacks, some people moan with navy blue, some people don't moan in clothes at in all clothes. because it's not something that speaks to them, you know. So we need to be very careful that because in your household this applies, it doesn't mean it applies at every household. It's the essence, because I think for me, we, you know, you need to moan regardless because people can still be wearing clothes because sometimes it excludes women mm. when they start to wear those clothes because then you sit at the back of a taxi or there's a lot of shoot and shoot not but when it comes to men then there's exception and for me that's contradictory to the essence of African culture because if we are about building family systems then we cannot be you know segregatory in how we apply cultural practice. because she would be wearing those clothes whether the family chooses blue or black and, and he would just wear a button yes and and they'll say the man wears a button, you know, but why why should it be for the woman that you need to wear the whole thing? You know, that's what I'm saying. Those things were symbolism, but we as people interpret them as that is the most important thing when it comes to mourning. Because we also need to understand the implications of mourning. That, the, you know, that where you are married into would stress you in the mourning clothes, but they also have to perform the necessary ritual to, you know, to take you off so you can go back and reintegrate yourself back into your normal life. So if there's already family politics and dynamics that are unhealthy, how then do you put yourself under such circumstances? Because it could be to your own detriment. So it's very important that when we go through those processes, we understand that each and everything that is done needs to be undone. And that mourning, it's not the clothes, but yeah. mourning is saying to yourself, you have lost your loved one. And this is how best you feel you need to mourn them. Mm. And yes, you need to go through a proper cleansing, irregardless of whether you are in clothes or not. So, so what is... What is the responsibility then that lies with both families? So the responsibility that lies with both families is we need to honor the loved one that has passed on. And when we are in mourning, not necessarily black clothes, we are recognizing that this person is no longer with us at a physical level, but they have, they are now transitioning mm. into a spiritual level. So the mourning process allows us to also detach from the attachment of having a physical body that exists within us, that now it's a spirit that exists within us, because it's not just the clothes, there are also rituals that the families, both families have to perform to allow for the spirit to transition and then meet with their ancestors so that they can, you know, then reconnect and be one at the spirit level. So in a case of dispute, um, take us through, because I remember as a 24-year-old when I wore the morning clothes for one year, six months, and and the rules that came uh, with wearing those clothes, I don't think any family should ever subject uh, any person, let alone a a young woman, uh, to those rules. Is that culture or people's practices? How do we define what is culture uh, vis-a-vis what is um, just people just being unreasonable? I think for me, any culture that doesn't evolve ceases to exist. And that's why there's a debate on Twitter and these conversations are happening. But I'm inviting South Africa to be non-judgmental because we all don't understand you know, uh, the contexts in which we find ourselves in. Yeah. You know, we've all had experiences with in-laws because sometimes people want to settle scores with you when their son or their child passes away. The woman gets blamed. Nobody takes accountability. It's always the other. We don't look at us as a family of how have we failed our loved one and how can we readdress the failures through this process of mourning by actually coming together 
now that they've passed on versus it being a tug of war. So that those are the things we need to look into because yes, some some principles. I don't like rules because rules are mm. somebody creates them for the other. But principles is what we sit down together as a family and collectively say, how do we best honor this loved one of ours and help them transition in the spirit world, trusting that they come back to us as a guide, trusting they come back to us as an ancestor in the interest of the collective. One of so the things that you mentioned, Gokondlanzi, is, is that uh, sometimes when there are cracks in the family, um, yes. The head is not taking the lead as supposed to be. Uh, yes. That these things they they come out when when there's death, when there are weddings, they come out. And also, we should also understand that our African culture is very infused within religious systems. So sometimes we get confused from what is ours and what is not. Mm. So that's why I'm saying that culture evolves because culture is about a way of life. So. What is it we need to evolve as Africans in the 21st century? Definitely we need to go through mourning processes because then what it means, if we do not mourn, mm. it means that we are not transitioning because we would live as if life is normal, but it's not because we've lost one of our own in the body form or in the physical form, but they can still be with us in spirit. So that mourning process helps us to do that. So if it means that you sit and for you as a symbolism mm. or you detach from certain things. That's what you, you choose. Know, during, that time, for, during that time, but we also live in the century where women still have to work, you have to feature yeah. children. So you can't isolate yourself from all those daily activities. They're not going to be fed by the black clothes that you're wearing. So that's why I'm saying that it needs to be a co-created system by the families and the families have to agree. However, if the families themselves are you know, a part or there's toxicity in that, then the family of the wife needs to guide mm. the wife. Say, you know, how do you best mourn this loved one? Because this is somebody, I mean, in a situation, they've been together for eight years. So that union is quite solid, despite the cracks that we're showing. Because every relationship I mean, has its challenges. Exactly, you know, and it's, it's I mean, it's, it's Lerato's many of case, of many cases, it's just that she's in the public eye yeah. and we're having these conversations. But I think as Africans, we need to start interrogating what is the essence of mourning. The essence of mourning is to help our loved one who has passed on to cross over and join their ancestors That's and for it. us to also transition that that physical body will, will never see it again, but we understand that they're with us in spirit. Therefore, what is the best way of doing it? in this time, in this moment, mm. in a way that honors that memory and honors them and honors us so we don't make it an inconvenience. All right, let's not make it an inconvenience. And uh, this is SAFM Radio. You find us 104 to 107 FM nationwide. Call Chris Salda now, 0891-104-207. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.6 FM in Kimberley. And we welcome 104.6 in Kimberley, joined by KGM. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Chrisalda. Good afternoon to your guests and to the listeners. Uh, look, my two cents worth of uh, input to this. Firstly, we need to draw an essence, a difference between culture and tradition. Mm. Um, culture, is, in my humble view, is, is, can evolve because culture can, can, can be invented. Double uh, HP, that we're talking about as an example, um, invented or was part of the co-founder of a culture, hip-hop culture that used a, a different uh, language or used an indigenous language. So it's culture. Mm. Tradition 
it's it, what is embedded in us. I normally hear people saying uh, our culture and tradition is the same as African people, and I beg to differ. Pure, uh, uh, hardcore Mosara that I am, uh, I look at other African cultures and traditions, and and they leave a lot to be desired compared mm. to, to ours to, or to mine. Now, it's unfair sometimes to want to impose cultures and traditions in the name of us being Africans in general. Mm, yeah. But the other part that I would like maybe to bring to the fore is this part, where I think the one culture that should maybe bring all of us together is the cultural practices of us as human beings. For instance, if you look at the behavior of both families, in this case of WHP, one would have thought that death would bring them together. people together. That's regardless it. Regardless of the differences, regardless of who is right or wrong, death should be a unifier. Now, and if death itself is going to fail if we are supposed to acknowledge, appreciate, and bid farewell to the loved one, if that's going to fail to bring us together, not even a, a judge or a court of law mm, will be there. Mm. I think that, that's the, for me, as, the, as people, that's the part that maybe we should learn and start to talk about and focus because this really best describes uh, KGM. This really best describes hanging your dirty linen uh, for the public uh, to absolutely. see, which is oh, just so way, tragic. Let me steal a minute, a, a uh, half a minute. <laughs> the, the, the truck driver story needs to be clarified. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going. Uh, maybe let me start with saying happy belated birthday. <laughs> I'm still looking for that sponsor, though. Yeah, and you were very close to him. Yeah, very, very close. And the other one was just as I was just competing to Mon Rowena, can they stop departing? Uh, can they stop? I to celebrate my birthday. Can they just wait until after the break? I fully agree with you. Can they stop? Uh, please tell Lisejo the story of the uh, the truck driver, and then we'll talk about it off air. Uh, but I'm okay. still looking for that sponsor because you do country trot. And thank you so much <laughs> for your loyalty to SFM Radio. We really appreciate you. Uh, now, we're going to take uh, news headlines and then read some of the messages um, because we have a couple of uh, SMS. Uh, before we take our words of wisdom moment with uh, Dr. Albany Mnene. And uh, our news headlines, uh, we have Kanyisile Manyoni uh, joining us for the news headlines. In case you just joined us, I, I don't know how to phrase this, but it feels like we're talking about morning etiquette. What is acceptable, what is not acceptable, and where do you draw the line between what's a cultural practice and, and people's ways of doing things? Because um, sometimes, you know, we take... Uh, ways of doing things and, and regard them as culture? Uh, and, and is it really culture? And is culture stagnant? We're asking all those questions and joining us on the line is uh, Makosi Kokodinewontlanzi, African spiritual teacher. Here's Kanye Manyoni with the news headlines. SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. Oh, it is uh, SAFM Radio, and thank you so much uh, for joining us. And uh, we welcome your thoughts, your comments at SAFM Radio. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Lifetime Live. And uh, also, what's our voice notes on 0614 
104107 and SMS is at 40938 charged at 150 including your calls on 0891-104207 and uh, some of the SMSs that we receive uh, Crisalda ask what it means in Setswana in their uh, in the Zambo culture and according to our constitution uh, for we differ in definition and that is uh, from uh, Peladi in Kwakwa. Does it really matter? Um, uh, Because I'm sure it's not a Zambo custom uh, that when you disagree with the family that was brought by your son, you then change the house locks and you exclude uh, the person she regarded as as a wife, as as an outcast. I'm asked to ask that question to you, uh, uh, Gokondlanz. Yeah, that's true because also we should understand that Tswana has many dialects in it, you know, and there's different types. And like I said, that we have infused our culture with religious practices, so I can't come and dictate to the Sambo family how they should best mourn Jabu. Mm. You know, for me, I think it's about understanding that it is important that we mourn. It's unacceptable just that we move on and pretend nothing ever happens yeah. to us because what it happens to us as Africans and sisters are very important. And to so also acknowledge to... that we've all suffered a loss. Yes, and, 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 and people understand when people are in pain, sometimes they do act out of character. Mm-hmm. Because that was, was a traumatic loss. So we need to also understand that psychologically, both parties are also in shock, they're in trauma and they're in pain. And that's why sometimes we see it as drama playing out. And it's actually a revelation of what has been peculating underneath the surface that death does that to us. Sometimes some of us are psychologically and emotionally mature to be able to be brought together by death, but Mm. death can also do us apart because it triggers all those things over the years that we have been experiencing with each other. Here's an important uh, question from Ganjo, um, wanting to know that Africans who um, regard themselves as born again, as in Bazalwan, who disown many ways of ancestorhood, um, but agree to do a customary message, uh, marriage, and and even don't uh, believe in mourning. Is this not confusing? It's very confusing because why do you do the Lobola in the first place? You know, for me, Mm. I think it's as Africans, we tend to take what's really going to serve us and then want to discard everything else that is attached to that. Because if you're going to do Lobola, it's a ritual. It means there have to be rituals when other things do happen in the marriage, right? So it's very important as Africans because even in the Bible, there's no way it says to not moan. You know, the, the mourning processes that are followed. Maybe the mourning processes are slightly differ from your own cultural practices. Mourning, but That's I'm it. saying mourning is a significant. Yeah. And I explained earlier on why we need to mourn, because also remember you are connected to that loved one, body, mind, and spirit. Because once you become intimate with somebody, their DNA stays with you. So the significance of cleansing is so that you can detach that DNA, that they don't disrupt you if should you wish to move on mm. and have another partner. And so this is why they are rituals in, in yes. going to fetch the body. Because you are detaching. You are not forgetting, but you are detaching yourself so that that person's aura or energy field does not disrupt your new relationship or your life as you continue to move on. You know, I think we need to have part two of this conversation and talk <laughs> about, uh, you know, the significance of Uglanda, um, the spirit. Uh, because mm. if it's about uh, releasing this individual, how is this individual going to be released when you're fighting? In courts, mm. Nohal. Let's go to Yasmin in Deben. Good afternoon and welcome. 
Thank you very much. Uh, I'm giving uh, my point of view as far as uh, I was a Hindu, I became a Christian. Um, I noticed that this is just my point of view, mm-hmm. that when I was a Hindu, um, everyone in the family had sicknesses, they died of the same disease. Um, and, you know, I wondered to myself, I asked myself, why did my mother, her sister, and so on suffer with sicknesses? And that's, the problem is ancestral. Um, mm. Because I became a Christian, and when you become a Christian, you can't be lukewarm and say, I'm half Christian, I'm, and half I believe in culture and, and tradition. And, okay, tradition is another thing, like Lobola, it's, it's biblical, it's written in the Bible. Sure. But uh, as far as the ancestral part, that is what causes a problem. And I think that, you know, uh, um, like ancestral, in my ancestral, you know, poverty, uh, stubbornness, um, uh, lack of common sense, everything was there. And I don't want to be part of that generation. I want to be a part of a new generation. So I think the part where it's concerning ancestral should be a drop-off, um, you know, especially if you become a but Christian. It, if, you're still, if you're not a Christian and you're another religion or you believe in, you know, uh, t- uh, tradition and uh, rituals and uh, culture and whatever the case may be, and, you, and you're not a Christian at all, then I'd say yes, but if you a Christian, you should drop a person or an individual should drop. All so, so when you become a Christian, um, you stop being uh, African. Is that what yeah. you're saying, Jasmine? When, yeah, when so can I say something? Um, no, I just wanted to clarify this, uh, and then we can allow Jasmine to listen on the radio. I just wanted yeah. to find out that when you become a Christian, do you stop being African? Okay, we seem to have lost Yasmin. Uh, you can go ahead, uh, Marco Sindler. You know, I think that's a very powerful thing. I think, and that's the issue I have with, with religion, because it tends to separate, and we forget that even Jesus was not religious. Jesus was spiritual, because he speaks about, I have not come to take away what has already been created, I've come to build on it. And that's right? scripture, it's in yes, the Bible. It's in the Bible, but if you look at, at, at spirituality, and every religion is based on ancestry, because whose teachings are you following? Is following the teachings of people who've had interactions and encounters with God, right? So maybe your, you, you know, your current interaction, the way that you've been taught doesn't seem to save you. And like I said, if culture, if any belief system does not evolve, it will cease to exist. There's a lot of people who are questioning a lot about culture, religion, mm. because we seem to be stuck in, 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 the, in the boxes. And as we evolve and we become anew, we realize what served us in 1886 might not serve us in 2018. Right, so what does it mean for us, you know? So we need to be very careful and uh, not to, I mean, it's her own experience, but mm. it's also my own experience. I also but worry that we don't blur the lines because we're talking about moaning um, because yes. we then would dilute the conversation and it would move sideways. Uh, Temba and Rustenbeck, good afternoon and welcome. Hi, Chriselda and everybody. Hi. Uh, I, I had to hold for a long time because I really want to talk about We appreciate this. that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Chriselda, I just want to bring in one very important point here. It doesn't matter the culture, whether you are a Zulu or wherever you're from in Africa. Uh, respect. What I have seen with Sengati and her family they are full of disrespect because you can't interdict. Uh, uh, I mean, you can start complaining before the burial itself. That's disrespect. The elders will never, ever allow you to do that. Uh, people are full of disrespect and they don't know where to draw the line. They think, uh, Temba, uh, 
whilst yeah. I, I respect your opinion, does culture then says you get into someone's home and you decide that I don't want to recognize you as the wife, I yeah. will change the locks and kick you out. Is that respect for the other family? Uh, but remember, it's not respect. Uh, who started the disrespect? You, as a Bakot, you must show respect to the elders so that they show you respect back. But if I, as your husband, is always complaining about you, uh, telling my parents, they will give you that back when I die. You started the disrespect. They are giving it back to you. How? Now, what's the use of them now? They are fighting you. Going through, it doesn't matter if you win or you lose. Okay, once again, we're do. diluting this. Now I want to know about the, the, the mourning process, um, the yeah. traditional mourning process. And uh, what, what do we stay with? And uh, as we say that culture evolves, and, and what should we let go of now? Um, now that uh, we've buried uh, the Zambo young men, uh, what yeah. now? Who gets to wear the mourning clothes? Does it become his mother? And, and what role can families play to I think, just... I think, Chriselda, yeah, it's very important that I also say this. You can't wear mourning clothes when the family of the deceased does not allow you. Okay, thank you. you. Thank you very much. With your own heart, but if the family does not allow you, then you're on, you're, you're on your you're own. You're on your own. All right. Yes. Thank you. And and yeah. you tell me if that's not patriarchy, um, but it's a conversation for another day. You're on your own as the female. Uh, maybe, Goko, let's, let's just close this conversation and say we're parking uh, and, mm. and we'll be back for part two because there's just so much that we still need to explore and unpack. And we need Can to I get to your place. Before, sure. before we close, Chris, I think the essence of our, of our Africanness is the spirit of Ubuntu. Mm. You know, I am because you are. And I think the reason we find ourselves at this crossroads and talk of wars is because we lose that all together. Because if we apply to the spirit of Ubuntu, irrespective of what your son has told you or what your daughter has told you mm. about, you know, they allow, they are partner, you would then say in the interest of really honoring our loved one and making sure that they bear it with dignity, all the dignity that they deserve. Let's pack what we have and then let's use the opportunity after death as we discuss how we're going to mourn him to resolve or, you know, go through some of the dramas that we've had as a family. Mm. And and the sad reality in all this, uh, and, I, and I don't want to open yet another can of worms, uh, we don't recognize what led to the death and the kind of yes. relationship that the very son had uh, or didn't have with the actual yes. father. No one is focusing yes. on that. Uh, all guns blazing on the woman. What is it about us as African people? Do. That's what patriarchal systems right. do. We don't, we don't question, we don't interrogate, we don't try and heal and rebuild. We try and dictate and dominate. Well, we with the um, I, I think the advent of uh, social media and constitutions and laws, uh, I hope somehow we open ourselves up uh, to change. Thank you so much, Koko Dine and Lanzi, for joining us. All right, uh, that's Koko Dinewan Lanze, African spiritual teacher. And I'm saying that open yourself up, uh, learn, be teachable. Singabiz is bang. Here's Muneo, it's bang.